Hey there, and welcome to the show. I'm excited to chat with you today because I just got back from dropping my son off at preschool, and at the time of this recording, we were able to do a little mix and mingle with the moms at the preschool, which was really sweet for them to coordinate, but the preschool director has asked me to help the school with some nutrition initiatives, so I was just chatting with the moms about some different resources and just wanting to be available to offer some support, and I just wanted to share this little snippet because... It was like I could see eyes light up when I mentioned this and with it being the last day for you to get your combination cards before they're exclusive for members of my Meals Made Easy method, I want to walk you through how you use these because I realize it's something I haven't even covered on the podcast yet. I've shared endless number of times on social media our family using them, but considering today is the very last time I will ever have them available for you to purchase, I want to make sure that you even know what to do with them if and when you do choose to purchase them, or maybe you have purchased them and you just haven't actually started using them. So that's what we're going to dive into today. Hey mama, I'm Ashley and welcome to the Veggies and Virtue podcast. In this podcast, you will find simple menu ideas, kitchen organizational systems spelled out for mom life and feeding tips and tricks that are both evidence-based and grace-laced. I believe that you can find flexibility when it comes to feeding your family so that you can feel calm, capable, and connected in the kitchen. As a registered dietitian and Christian mom of three myself, I want you to break free from the mealtime battles and to feel equipped while feeding your kids all day long. Pull up a stool at my kitchen counter and let me pour you a cup of coffee and say a quick prayer for you. It's time to chat about the mealtimes, messes, moments, and ministry of motherhood. As I mentioned in the intro, I had the chance to talk to some moms at the preschool that my son goes to, and that's another episode for another day of a lot of the things I would love to share from uh, my experience and just some of the opportunities that I'm getting to have there. But today, what I want to talk with you about is how to use my combination cards, because I know that hundreds if not thousands of you own these, and you may or may not have pulled them back out for this school year. So I want to make sure that they are a trusty resource for you, that you have them in your back pocket if you have the digital copy, or that you have them front and center in the kitchen so that you and your kids can constantly use them or at least rely on them because I know in my home since I created the combination cards goodness maybe four years ago now I think I made them maybe before Owen was born maybe the year after I can't even remember now but I've since rebranded and reprinted and updated them and soon they will be going in the veggies and virtue vault for my members of the mealtime made easy method to access whenever they want but I want to make sure that you know how to use these because they really are a resource that anytime you're just in a position of having a mental rut where you can't think of ideas or you're kind of feeling at odds with your kids on what to send, pull them out. They're a really objective and yet visual tool that you can use so that you and your kids can communicate through pictures of what options that you're either having for breakfast, that you're sending to school as packed lunches, or that you're having as snack options. And you know, this is stuff that yes, I came up with the cards, but I just needed to do a dietitian mom brain dump. I could not store all that information in my brain all the time, because even though I live and breathe this with my own three kids, and I live and breathe it in the hours that they're at school working with other families on this, it just takes a lot of mental energy to keep up with different ideas and how to add in variety and how to make sure it's something that will fill my kids up for the proper amount of time and yet, give them the nutrition they need, and it's just a lot. And this is coming from someone who, yes, is professionally trained and has the credentials, and this comes relatively easy and naturally to me, but in the hustle and bustle of life, 
I just don't have added brain capacity to spare, really. Honestly, that's what it comes down to. And I honestly don't want to utilize a lot of my brain capacity on things like this that I can just take out of my brain, put on paper, and then not have to spend as much time thinking about it. So that's kind of where the combination cards came up with the idea because I just knew I needed to either be able to show my husband, show my parents, show a babysitter, these are the options, and they could just physically pack a lunch based off of like paint by numbers. This is what's in the lunch. This is the picture of it. Copycat it. And it was very self-explanatory because I just didn't have the time or energy to have to continue to say the same things or to think up the same ideas. And so if you're not familiar with my combination cards, let me walk you through really quick what the, what the general principle is. And then I'll dive into really quick down and dirty how to actually start using these if you haven't started already or if you wanna buy them today, the your last day on sale, um, then you can go scoop them up and you'll know exactly how to begin putting them into action in your home. But the combination cards first came because what I was finding is there tend to be some base combinations that myself and many of the families I work with and that I hear from offer their kids. This would be oatmeal or eggs or pancakes, waffles, toast, kind of those like low hanging fruit ideas, but also those ones that we can very quickly get in such a rotation with that we find ourselves in a rut. And it may be that you're offering the same toaster waffles Monday through Friday, it may be that you just are bored and you feel uninspired. And when your brain wants to think up something new, it just almost takes too much mental energy. So you just go back to the default. You go back to the staples. Because what I hear from mom after mom and what I know is easy for me to fall into myself is that we're restocking the same staples every week. And that can be a good thing. And that can help reduce some of the mental energy that we expend on what we need to buy. And we can just press reorder cart, go pick up our groceries, call it a day. And there's routine and consistency to that that can be really helpful in forming healthy habits. But the reason that I found a need and I saw the need for the combination cards is because sometimes we just need new ideas and we need to just come up with some new combinations of things that we could offer our kids, especially if you have a child that's a more adventurous eater, you have a lot more limitless potential to just start exposing them to. But where this takes the next step is if you find yourself with a picky eater and you maybe, let's say you're having a hard time packing lunches for your picky eater. And so you're relying on those staples so much so that you're sending the same PB&J every day, or you're sending the same cheese squares and the same Ritz crackers every day with the same few sides. And that is when not only do we mentally feel in a rut, but nutritionally, our child is getting in a rut. Because if you've listened to me for a very very long amount of time, you know that I say it's not about just what a child eats in a day, it's what they eat over the course of a week, over the course of a month, over the course of a year. And majority of the time, it will kind of balance out if our child is being exposed to a variety of foods. However, if we're exposing them to those, say, those same, say, base combinations of freezer waffles every single day, I can't say that inherently that freezer waffle is not a great choice. There are some, of course, that are, you know, more nutritionally dense than others. However, there's a missed opportunity for added variety when we only offer one variation of that given food. So if you are going to go with freezer waffles, you just know that fits your flow for the day, your morning routine, you know that's what you want to send. Or say for packed lunches, you just know that PB&J or sun butter and jelly sandwich, it just works. I'm not here to fix what's not broken if that is something that works for you. 
What I want for you to do is to look at these combination cards and find those combinations that look either functional and doable for you or appealing and interesting to your kid and then flip the card over and look at the different variations of how you can offer that. So again, going back to like, let's say the sandwich or the waffle example, you can offer something that looks like a waffle endless different number of ways. And in doing that, you can leverage the familiarity of waffles and you know the routine that you have with offering waffles and start including a new option of waffles. Waffles. It may be one that's a different color. It may be one that's instead of having little squares, it has big, like more Belgian-like squares. It might be one that instead of being in a circle toaster waffle, it's one that you made on a square waffle one and you know prepped and froze. And so it's it's just a different shape that way. It could be one of the ones that you know is more yellowish in color. It could be more brownish in color. It could be a pink or orange in color. You know, I know they have different varieties out there that, just from the frozen ones. So it's literally just pivoting the ones that you're buying at the store. It's not even saying, oh, you have to make this you know, fancy recipe and then prep it and freeze it and blah, 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 blah. Sometimes it's just in the behavior change that you're making. But what we need is these visual examples of how we can just pivot the slightest bit to begin including more variety in the combinations that we already know work and know that our children love. So that's what these combination cards are. Front side is the combination ideas in the general sense, you know, the eggs, the waffles, the PB&Js, that kind of thing, because there's a breakfast deck, a lunch deck, and a snack deck. So they each are specific, you know, to what you might be offering at those given times. But then on the back is ways to make endless variations of any of these given foods so it's kind of like what your Pinterest board would be. And I do have an associated Pinterest board that I share with these combination cards. So if you're looking at pancakes, you can see what are some of my favorite pancake recipes when I reference them in the variations. But I just want some of that brain power that I know so many of us are lacking, especially when we're trying to coordinate all these new logistics of back to school routines and kids in school and kids in different schools and different communications and different apps and different platforms and different, there's just so much to coordinate and just delegate and mentally delegate some of that so that it's on paper and you can just reference it, but you don't have to store it in your brain. And I personally, as a mom, find that very freeing. And so that's what the combination cards are. I would love to make sure that you have access to them through today. Um, I'm running a Labor Day sale, so hop on over to veggiesandfortwo.com. You can get them for the final flash day Labor Day sale, but after this, they're gone. They're only available within the Veggies and Virtue Vault from my Mealtimes Made Easy method. So that's what they are in a nutshell, how we use them. Okay, so I'm gonna go with, um, I'll first talk to the digital card because I think that's kind of the simplest and then I'll dive into the physical cards. So if you buy the digital decks, you will save them to your device. You can of course save them to your desktop, desktop computer. They can be really handy, especially if you order groceries online from your computer. That can be really helpful because you can have them pulled up. You can kind of reference them as you're you know, adding items to your cart, or you can save them onto your phone, which is something I like doing because then when I'm strolling through Target and trying to like focus on something and not get distracted by all the different things, or I'm just at the grocery store and a kid is in the cart, maybe I have a couple on the side of the cart and I'm just trying to wrangle my kids, then what I can do is I can just pull the deck up and I can look at what was that product? Like, I just want to know the product package. So I can just have product recognition when I walk up to it and I don't have to like waste time. I shouldn't say waste time, invest the time. Of course, I think it's important to read nutrition facts, labels, and ingredients. But I also know as a mom, even a mom who loves doing that. So if you're a mom who doesn't like doing it, it's going to feel even lower priority. 
But I'm a mom who does love doing that. But I've also grocery shopped with three kids enough times in my life to know that that's not always doable. So I just want the product recognition, even for myself, the creator of these combination cards, to say what are the gran- or what are the granola bars that I already pre-approved? Because I don't want to have to look at all of them. And sometimes if I'm trying to branch out and I am trying to make that little pivot from one granola bar to another, or offering you know this bread versus this or this cracker versus this, I just want to know you know which way am I pivoting and which product am I going to have as my you know different switch so if i'm going to buy freezer waffles and i'm going to buy a different one pull up the pdf you can see the box you can see the option it takes 10 seconds and then grab the new box you've already taken the action that you need to take to then go home and begin offering something that's a small variation of what combination you've already found works so the pdf can be super handy especially if you're more of like a digital download type person, you do more like either mobile grocery shopping or online grocery shopping from your computer, that can be super handy. The other resource that can be super helpful, especially if you're wanting to get your kids more involved, is the physical deck. These physical decks, as I mentioned, all the decks come in, either whether it's digital or um, the downloadable PDF, is a breakfast deck, a lunch deck, and a snack deck. And if you've watched my stories and you've watched me do this hundreds of times over the last few years because I have three kids it works out really well each of them get to start with a different deck each of them get like a little sticky note post-it note and they just flag the pictures that look appealing to them because this gives me a starting place to see okay well they picked these lunches this week these breakfasts these snacks how can we work these into the week based off what we already have on hand so I'm not necessarily like coming up with this extensive grocery list with ingredients that we don't already have, but I can look at, okay, we, all, we already need to use up this. Okay, I can add this to my grocery list. And it just gives me approved territory to begin building off of that the kids have already given their buy-in to, but they know that it's kind of consolidated to options. They know that we're not gonna be repeating the same thing every day. Or if they are, you know, say you are starting to use these. As I mentioned, my family's been using these since conception of when I made them three, four years ago. But if you're just starting to use these, or maybe you're just reintroducing them because you kind of forgot about them and need to go back to start using them, or you're just about to get yours in the mail, I want you to think about how can you bring these before your kid? And if you have one kid or if you have multiple children, you can engage your kids in a lot of different ways. But what I would suggest you do is just get some sticky notes and give them some little flags and start walking through it with them. If you have, specifically if you have one younger kid and this is not something that they're as comfortable doing independently, sit with them and talk about the options and look at it and ask them, what do they enjoy? What do they not enjoy? What are they in the mood for? And just elicit some conversation, but this isn't a power struggle and this isn't like a battle or dueling of priorities. This is you partnering with them and you sitting with them and it's so objective because it's a picture right in front of you that they can see You can read all the details, you know, the dietitian mom details that you might be interested in knowing, but your kid doesn't really need to know that. They just need to look at it because as I've mentioned numerous times on the podcast before, visual tolerance is often the first step. So if your child can see a picture of something and visually tolerate it enough so that they may say, yes, I may want to eat that. I may want to try that. I may want to make that. They may or may not eat it, but it at least gives you a starting place to begin to incorporate some variety. So sticking to some of the same core examples that I've already been leaning on this episode, if we're talking about the freezer waffles or a PB&J or a derivative of a PB&J at lunch, you could just look at that one combination card, that one 
waffles breakfast combination card and you could just talk through that with them what's the next pivot that they're most comfortable to make especially if you have an extreme picky eater or a child who you know if you listen to my episode on removing the packaging if you have a child who's extremely loyal to a given type of freezer waffle and it's the same one that you've bought them their whole life and you don't even buy a different flavor of it well then you're going to want to take smaller baby steps than say a kid who has no idea what brand you buy and really doesn't care they just like waffles But you can look at that card and you can say, which is the next one we might want to try? We're going to start going every other day on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays when you go to preschool or, you know, when you go to school or when you're at grandma's or whatever your day looks like. If you're going to daycare, these are the ones we're going to have. And then Tuesday, Thursday, let's try having this and make baby steps. You know your child's comfort level with expanding and exposure to new foods. So you can make as teeny tiny of steps as possible, but you're getting them involved. You're partnering with them and you're bringing them into this process so they know that there is little bits of change that they can begin to expect, but also that they can begin to become more comfortable with. And so you can sit and you can look at that card and maybe you're just starting with one card and one change at the very beginning. Or maybe things aren't as uh, you know difficult in terms of including variety and your child is not as particular about which items you're buying. You just need some new ideas. Well then by all means, bring your child or your children in and ask them, hey, you know we have three breakfast ideas we've been rotating through. Let's add another one or two this week. Which one looks most interesting to you? And let you know, your child pick one, you pick one, or, you know, one of each child gets to pick the two remaining ones for the school week and things like that. And just begin to use them in that capacity. Or if it's for a PB&J at lunch, if you're offering an identical lunchbox every day, ask them, what's something I could do different tomorrow that looks interesting to you? Do you like, can I do it in a different shape? Or, and I'm catching myself, you can kind of hear me stuttering here because Something I often say is not to ask questions, but to make the suggestion. So even as I'm saying, can I, it would be better for us to even, you know, I catch myself, you can see, I'm catching myself here even on a recording, but I don't want to edit it out because I think it's important and it's something I catch myself on often in talking with my kids. It's so easy for us to ask them a question. What can I do different? What can I change? But if your child has any anxiety around eating or school is still a more anxious experience or eating in the cafeteria is already kind of overwhelming for your child, we don't want to be asking questions that could pique any type of anxiety. Instead, what we want to do is we can say, look, we can change the flavor of jelly. We can change the shape and pick your favorite cookie cutter. We can. So I'm including this here and not going to edit this out because I think That's an important catch for me to just make, but also for you to know and to hear me, you know, fumble my words on that we can walk them through those changes of the variations in a way that promotes confidence, courage, and also changing comfort levels. It's okay to push our kids outside of their comfort zone, but we have to be tender to the fact that it is still a new school year. And these are things that they might feel a lot of security in the consistency of their PB&J every day. So let's talk to them about, you know, like when we go to the cookie cutter drawer, letting them pick one and engaging them. And so we're not putting the pressure on, we're not, you know, raising any, um, any feelings of discomfort through questioning them, but we're partnering with them, we're inviting them, and we're utilizing these combination cards to engage them in ways that Um, you know, in an age appropriate way are helping them to expand the foods that they tolerate, that they're open to, and ultimately that they're willing to try. 
So if you do not have combination cards, first, if you do have my combination cards, go find them, go save them. If you didn't, I have a lot of people who are remembering, normally this happens at the beginning of the school year when we all have you know fresh energy. I've had several people say, oh shoot, I forgot to save it or I don't know where I saved it. Can you resend me the digital download? If you can just send me your order number, like the um, email or the email address even that you bought your order with, I can pull it up. It's no problem. I don't mind at all. I'd be happy to resend them to you so that you have a fresh digital copy. So make sure that you pull up your digital copy or go find the physical copy so that you can flip through them. The physical deck is printed on like a plastic type paper. So they're spill proof, they're sticky finger proof. We've used the same deck for multiple years and they still look brand new. So you can wipe them clean super easily. But if you don't have them, make sure that you go to veggiesnumber2.com forward slash shop and you can order those on my flash flavor mix sale.